Hello, everybody. This is Bam. And Beans. And, and it, it is disclaimer, disclaimer time. time. Beans and I are not sex birds. And our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health condition or a serious health problem, we strongly urge you to go to an actual medical physician. And for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be here till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk Podcast. Where we like to talk about sex. And we encourage you to talk about sex with us. By emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook where I have a one-hour response time. Literally the fastest response you will ever get from her. Dude, quickest hands in the West. Only on our Facebook. That's it. Like, that's about it. I think somebody actually messaged me on Saturday and I've yet to respond to them on my personal <laughs> page. You know, I, when I texted you yesterday um, and I didn't get a response back right away, uh, I was like, hmm, should I try it on the Facebook? <laughs> I considered it. <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking obligated to keep this response time to where it is. Hey. Let's let's make it a challenge. Y'all just start messaging us on Facebook and challenge Bam to that one hour response time. Because the really shitty thing is if I don't respond within that hour, it goes from uh, typically one hour response to three hours or more. <laughs> I'm like, why such the jump? Why can't it just be like still kind of within an hour? Like if it's an hour and 15 it's not the worst, but it goes from one hour to three or more. It's like, you son of a bitch. I'm not that's that just bad. like a little ballpark figure, you know? That's a terrible ballpark figure. There's still two hours unaccounted for. <laughs> I don't care about two hours. Two, two isn't a pretty number like three is. Hate it. Fucking hate it. <laughs> it's just making me look bad. <laughs> All right, Beans, are you ready for your fave? Oh, no, wait, you go first. Why do I always feel like I go first? You do go first. I do go first? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why I always feel like I go first. Yeah, you always go first. Except for in death. In death, <gasps> I go first. That's right. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Beans, are you ready for your favorite segment? 
Oh boy, am I ever. Oh, would you rather? Ding, ding. <laughs> I'll figure out the pitch one of these days, maybe in season five. Um, all right, beans. Yes. Um, I will say in perfect podcast land, like the only thing that this would be is like minorly embarrassing. Okay. Okay. So in terms of being mildly embarrassed, would you rather accidentally sext your boss or sext your neighbor? I would um, rather accidentally sext my boss because I'm my own boss, bitch. Hey. Hey. That unemployed life. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Just kidding, please hire me. Um, I mean, I would much rather accidentally sext my neighbor because I duck and dive dive and dodge them constantly like i would never have to look them square in the eyes again i see my boss every fucking day i was gonna say like what do you think your your boss someone who could possibly be listening to this right now would what do you think their reaction would be they would probably just like i would probably walk into work the next day and they'd be like yeah i got i you gotta go like i'm sorry you gotta leave <laughs> I just imagine that um, anyone who knows us in real life and also listens to the podcast, if they were to ever get like a sext out of the blue, they would think that we're just trying to get content for the podcast. <laughs> like we're doing some sort of weird, like truth or dare bullshit. It's <laughs> like, you guys want to email us? We'll make our own fucking content. <laughs> yeah. Sexting random people. In our oh, that's your new segment, bam. <laughs> I think that's an awful, that's an awful segment. Sexting random people and gauging their responses or rating their responses. Really quick. Can I just tell you that in my Snapchat, there is a person whose Snapchat name, I don't know if this is their actual Snapchat name or this is something that I put in there, but it's small dick. And I messaged <laughs> them like three times. I'm like, hey, can you tell me who this is? And <laughs> They're they embarrassed did. because their name is small dick. <laughs> And I like I didn't get a response from them, and I was like, "Hey, I just want you to know, like, your name's Small Dick in my Snapchat, and I'm just trying to figure out who this is." And then, do you like, have someone nothing. in your contacts as Small Dick? No, I don't have anybody in my contacts as Small Dick. But I know that I very much could have just changed their name on Snapchat hmm. and possibly deleted them out of my phone, though. Yeah, that's a real possibility. I go through like this huge purge every once in a while where I'm like, fuck all these people. I'm so glad that I make the cut. Well, yeah. I mean, we have an entire podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of me now. I literally can't. What about and the I, podcast? Listen, I also have to wait around to see when you're going to die so I can finally kick the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> like, at some point in time, I'm just going to Those are like, the only two reasons. I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that I absolutely adore you and I love your kids, but Aww, I adore mean, you and I love your kids. Yeah, you know, it's it's mainly God, the kicking the bucket ditch, thing. We should just ditch the men in our lives and go be gay together and raise our kids and find other like hot women with amazing kids, and then we just start our own commune of boss ass bitches raising all of our children together. Are you trying to make me into a Mormon <laughs> right now? No. Uh, <laughs> Because that's that's all, like, 
That's like a lesbian Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) No, fucking down with the patriarchy. Yeah, the Mormons. I mean, it does sound a little culty, but I feel like... That's very (laughs) culty. If it's anything I, I want, though, it's a cult, and you know that. Like that's, I wouldn't be asking people to like give up their worldly possessions or anything. Let's just fucking let's let's put let's pull all of our resources together, have our own community, um, and we could fucking grow our own food and like do naked seances in the woods. I don't know. No. That- that is a lesbian coven. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm look. I'm I'm on the lookout for a lesbian coven. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if we can just get a list of names for our lesbian coven, then <laughs> yeah, we'll start sometime in you know 2028. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But hopefully the you know housing market crashes. But if not, we'll just buy oh, land in Tennessee. Man. Seriously, I, we just really need those interest rates to go down a little. Listen, if everybody wants to pool our money for $300,000, we can get 74 acres of land in Tennessee. Oh, well, that's not bad, but then we'd have to live in Tennessee. Yeah, but we have 74 acres. Mm, What's the weather like down there? Beautiful. You say beautiful, and I imagine it's hot. Yeah, you're going to hate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be fucking living in an igloo somewhere north of here. But the lesbian farmer community will never be able to be in our coven <laughs> if we're in two different places. And we're never going to be able to have naked seances if it's always 30 below. Yeah, if we're fucking living in Alaska, I'm not doing that in the fucking <laughs> And I refuse to go to Canada. There's no way. Oh, man. But poutine. We and Degrassi. Okay, Degrassi, I'll give you. What were you literally just gonna shit on poutine? No, I said we can make poutine here. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Like, you literally went to school for culinary arts, there's no way yes. you can't make poutine, <laughs> but it's not the same, okay? But I'm also, you know, I'm I'm a drunk, so I can also make poutine, and most of the time, drunk poutine is probably the best poutine. Mm, poutine, anyway. it's just got it's just got all of the, the good. Like the best of the of the main food groups. You got French fries, your starch, you've got cheese curds, and your your fat and a little bit of protein. Um, you got well, gravy. Gravy is uh, essence of protein. Uh, it's it's just jus de animal. <laughs> I don't know what you fucking called me, but I'm not I a just fan. I can't remember the French word for animal. So you just said animal? Just said it weird. <laughs> just animal. <laughs> oh, just animal. Okay. Animal. Oh my God. That's pretty much how the French speak, anyways. It's fine. <laughs> not like they're listening. We're fine. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh my God, we're gonna get canceled. Just imagine <laughs> these filthy Americans. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're putting out their cigarette and their croissants. <laughs> you know, uh, while I was editing the podcast last week, I looked over at, at my partner and I said, "Please don't ever let me use that accent ever again." <laughs> and I have a feeling that I'm gonna say the same thing about this week's episode. 
Oh. Wrong. I'm here for it. All of the accents. <laughs> I'm not good at any of them. Okay, if I have to sing Would You Rather and then say ding, you get to do a fucking accent. I would much rather sing. Well, fine. I'll let you fucking sing. I never said no. Okay, then you do the accents. Fine. <laughs> uh, are you ready for your next Would You Rather? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Ooh, okay. This one's fun. Um, would you rather shop for sex toys or lingerie? Sex toys. Sex toys always. Hell yeah, sex toys. Um, there was a time in my life where I had a very nice collection of lingerie. And, like, I really enjoyed, like, getting dressed up into little cute little skimpy outfits and all that. But... As I got older, I realized, you know what? This is just one more step between me and Dick. So, yeah. I would much rather just add to my toy collection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, sex toys all the way. I just don't feel the need to spend, like, 60 or $80 on something that I'm literally only going to wear for maybe five minutes. Like, we already have to spend that on bras alone. Exactly. Like, so, you know what? You you get to look at this because I spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. And then I feel, like, obligated to wear it for extended periods of time. But also, like, it, the care instructions on most of that stuff is ridiculous. Right. Who the fuck is hand-washing every single, like, intimate item? No. No. Absolutely not. Um, I did get some tear-away lingerie from Wish. And I was like, fuck Wish. it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not shitting you. So it's like a uh fishnet bodysuit, right? Okay. Um, it was two bucks. Nice. Uh, and it was I didn't give a fuck. It was two dollars. <laughs> it was like it was meant to be like ripped to shreds. So it was two dollars well fucking spent. Hell yeah. I'm like, that's my kind of lingerie that you can just fucking tear off, even though there is holes everywhere. So it's not like you had to tear it, but you could. Okay. So Sweet. definitely, um, uh, definitely my way. Um, I have a third one. Okie dokie. I don't know why I feel like this one's difficult for me, which means it's probably going to be easy for you. Okay. In term like I'm just gonna say like in terms of like pure equality, I guess. We'll see okay. if that's the correct way to put it. Um, would you rather be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Huh. Yeah. Uh, this it is kind of hard. Um because I feel like when you're on The Bachelorette, they're looking for I mean, they're kind of looking for the same thing. They're looking for a lifetime partner. They're looking for somebody to, like, spend forever with. But I don't feel like they search the same. Like. You know, I was thinking of this all wrong. And it's very apparent that I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Um, <laughs> but I know how, I know how dating shows like that work because I watch plenty of trash TV. I just don't happen to watch that kind of like that specific trash. I was thinking of like, in, in my mind, when you said the, would you rather, I was thinking, would I rather be on the bachelorette 
where all of the contestants are women or would I rather be on the bachelorette where all of the contestants are men? <laughs> when I <laughs> And that's why I was like, Oh yeah, this is hard. <laughs> but if you want me to answer the actual, would you rather, I think I would rather be on the bachelorette because that means like I'm the one looking for the love and they're the ones that are competing and vying for my attention. And that's like, I'm here for that kind of energy. Okay. Like, with the way that you were thinking of it though because that's also valid that's how i thought of it the very first time and then i was like i don't think that's how they meant it and then immediately i was like beans is gonna look for a loophole on how to think of this so i didn't even look for it it was just there it was just naturally it was there. just an alternate universe it wasn't even a loophole it exactly was, so i answered like, alternate universes bams would you rather yes um original bams would you rather which was the one that you were going yeah. to answer. <laughs> but for that line of thinking, which one? Shit. Can I see? I would want to do like a Tila tequila thing and go half and half because I'm here for it. It, it, in true bisexual fashion, uh, I, I cannot decide. Can I just shuffle this deck of cards really quick and whatever we throw out there throws out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Do you remember the like whole VH1 fucking dating show like like the the next Rock of Love and Oh yeah, I remember uh, Rock of Love. Oh my god. <sighs> fucking it. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yes, I remember that one. Listen, I always loved Next though. Where next it's, like, was from, so good. <laughs> across the fucking parking lot. Next. next. <laughs> fucking savage. <laughs> And I love how they were always like, they are definitely going to go for me. I found my soulmate. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see me. Yes, I can. Next. <laughs> so good. What about you? Um, I guess like if I was the one picking. Yeah, I guess the bachelorette because what eyes on me. Yeah. But. Yeah, then I would definitely want more of a tequila, tequila thing where it's just like shuffle the deck and just throw the cards out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll play 52 pickup, but also I only and get And it could 12. get like super messy because literally like the other contestants could be like hooking up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be even harder where it's like, um, excuse me, you are here for me. Right. Rude. Okay, well, you're getting eliminated. Well, now I don't like any of you. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Next batch. <laughs> uh, did you want me to do a fourth one? Yeah. I would love for you to do a fourth one. Okay. No, I don't like that face. <laughs> Never mind. I take you're it already, back. I take it back. You already consented. <laughs> uh, beans. Yeah, bam. I think this is one. I think this one's easy. Okay. Would you rather never use a dildo again or never use a vibrator again? Actually, that one is easy. Um, I would rather never use a dildo again, I think. Because if you think about it, a dildo is just a vibrator without batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A dildo is just a vibrator that's dead. It's a dead vibrator. No charge. Listen, 
a dildo is just the vibrator's silent cousin. <laughs> but also, you have to work so much harder with it sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't have the energy for that. I don't have the time for that. Nah. Nah. Let's bring out the cyborgs. Yeah. Let's go. Just, <laughs> all the time. I need the bobs. Yep. All the bobs. Battery-operated boyfriend. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, those were fun. Okay, that one, that last one wasn't as bad as you were making it out to be. It really wasn't. Yeah, but I just like watching your face when I make faces. (laughs) No, I don't like it. Oh, no. (laughs) I thought it was going to be worse, and then I was like, I reread it, and I was like, oh, no, that's not bad. That's easy. Mm -hmm. I think I was reading the next one where I was like, oh, that might not be so fun. Mm, Well, we'll have to wait until next week for that one. Yeah, no, the next one you're going to fucking hate. (laughs) I quit. This is going to be the last episode. Great. Then we're going to end it on a great, great thing, which is not your Yahoo bullshit. Oh, no, that's definitely going to be at the end of the podcast. Well, then I quit now. (laughs) That's okay. I'll do this without you. No, you won't. I have this segment. (laughs) You're the the one that came with the topic prepared. (laughs) The topic of the day. Just literally me. Like, so, now that Bam's gone. (laughs) Now that Bam's not here. How you doing? (laughs) Just like just me oh. doing weird fucking dorky ass ASMR <laughs> cheesy pickup lines the rest yeah, of the just, time. <laughs> That's your French thing now. Oh, <laughs> okay, because it sounded like an alien language. Um, close enough. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. That's what it sounds like when they laugh. But it <laughs> sounded like you were adding clicks into the dialect. <laughs> like, all right. Bam, are you ready? I'm so ready. For our fetishes segment? Yes. Okay, so the reason why Bam did four Would You Rathers today <laughs> is because we are running out of fetishes. We've done them all. <laughs> I have two left before I have to really start digging for them. So, and these both suck. <laughs> I will be amazed if you get either of these so what you're telling me is that all my make a wish kid shit is done that is it it is all just me and my brain power yeah well fuck so good luck i become accustomed to the softballs and the make a wish kid ones i'm so sorry just but uh, I have to look up how to pronounce this one again. <laughs> it is I not follow a girl to Columbia. No, 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 no. Myesiophilia. 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 Would you like me to spell it? Yes. <laughs> My echophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake of looking at the captions. <laughs> Myesiophilia, M-A-I-S-E-S-I-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Myesiophilia. <laughs> My easy Ophelia. I fucking hate these captions sometimes. 
Okay. Myceophilia. Um, you know what? I don't have a really good feeling about this one. So I'm just going to do a true BAM fashion. And I'm going to say the word miso is very predominant in there. So I'm going to say it's a fetish to miso soup. <laughs> I really thought that you would be like, well, uh, the root word is maize, like maize, like corn. So it's a corn fetish. It's not. <laughs> um, it's not a corn fetish. fetish. No. So it's, it's a miso soup fetish. It's, it's not a miso because soup it fetish. Because it should be. <laughs> but it is a fetish of uh, the attraction to someone that might be craving miso soup. Wait, is that real fucking life right now? Maybe. What I'm trying to give you a really big hint. Is it a fucking vegan? No. Okay, wait, wait. You said that it is the attraction to somebody who would be craving miso soup. It's a possible craving that they might have. I immediately just went Japanese. <laughs> More than just Japanese people enjoy miso soup. I'm well aware. But also now I want sushi. So I'm out of the oh, game. I'm same. like way out. Myzeophilia is the attraction to pregnant women. Oh, damn. Yeah. Somebody it's, would be craving miso soup? That's yeah. me. Constantly. Yeah. That is always me. You trying to tell me something, Bam? Yeah, I want sushi. <laughs> and miso soup. Gotta go to one of those uh, all-you-can-eat sushi places. Yes. Oh, dude. Kura Sushi down in Illinois. It's a conveyor belt sushi joint. I was gonna say, is that the one with like the little train? Yeah, I love it. Cause you can like order things off of the screen and they just like shoot them down on a secondary belt to you. Or like there's always sushi coming around on the other belt. That's awesome. And your drinks are delivered to you by a robot. <gasps> yeah. I knew they would take over. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, we'll have to do that sometime. Yes. Okay, the second fetish. Emetophilia. Emetophilia. E-M-E-T-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Emetophilia. Emetophilia. Yes. It is not the arousal to guys named Emmett. Was it on the radar, but now it is. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. I don't know. That just, it feels very, I don't know where the fuck I'm coming up with this shit right now. Okay. Cause it feels very like hieroglyphic. So it's like, that feels like very Egyptian almost. <laughs> okay. And I'm just well aware of how fucking wrong it is. <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> okay. So like, the attraction hmm. to, um, and the attraction to like ancient Egypt. No. No, I didn't think so. I was just saying <laughs> something right now. Uh emetophilia is the arousal to vomit. Oh. That's why I didn't want to. This is like the worst one. Yeah. I Personally. saved the worst one for last, I guess. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Do you imagine? Uh, no. <laughs> I imagine being a bartender. Um, 
having a metaphilia would be a problem. Yeah. That'd be a really big fucking problem. Well, that was our fetishes for this week. Yay! I'm sorry it's a little thin. I will do better for next week. You know, every single time we do the fetishes, I think it's less to learn about fetishes and it's more to learn how incompetent I am to break down uh, <laughs> You have to understand, though, it would not sound any better with me being on the receiving end. Oh, listen. Not at all. Uh, well, and I just know, like, once I'm on, one, once I'm on, like, a train, it is so fucking hard for me to get off of it. Like, <laughs> and then that's it. Then that's just where my train is. Mm-hmm. All right, beans. Yeah, bam. Are you ready for the topic of the day? What are we going to talk about today? Um, so today's topic is um legitimately I thought of this topic and I don't care who fucking knows it. Um I thought of this topic while my children were fucking screaming and I was so overwhelmed at that moment. I was like, what are the best contraceptives because I want to make sure that this never fucking happens. <laughs> I need to know right now. I need to know right now. Um so I actually found an article called what are the best and worst birth control options. Now, when reading this article, it is by everydayhealth.com. Um, it's less of a, this one's the best and this one isn't the best. And it's more of a, here's a list of contraceptives and here are the pros and cons. So that's why I actually really liked this article. It stood out to me a little bit more because uh, I've done the pill for a really long time. And then I went from the pill to an IUD. And I did that because I'm a forgetful bitch. And... I'm like, I literally will absolutely get pregnant on the pill because I fucking forget to take it. Yep. Um, but yep. I've had some friends who literally cannot do an IUD because I've had one friend where it didn't sit right and it actually dislodged. And then I had another friend who just felt like straight trash when she was doing it. So like, it's not for everybody. Not every single type of birth control is not for everybody. Um, female bodies are very fragile. Female bodies are very um, easily off-put with pH balances and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of different kinds. So starting right from the top. So primarily the breakdown is plenty of people have sex with no intention of having a child. And there are more options than there have ever been to prevent pregnancy. Um, and a contraceptive is not just about preventing pregnancy. Uh, a lot of people think that contraceptives are only for preventing pre pregnancy when actually it's a very efficient way for people to be able to not only control menstruation cycles, um, but to also to lighten up uh, heavy periods. Lots of people actually use it to clear up acne and um, sometimes people just use it so then they can get a hormone balance. So what are contraceptives? Contraceptives are forms of birth control that each person can have individually, whether that be a male or female. There's different types of contraceptives, such as like male contraceptives, the basic ones that we know of, which obviously the number one is a condom. And then there's also female contraceptives. 
Um, there are multiple different methods, and the first method is called the barrier method. So the number one barrier method is the condom. Um, a lot of people know what the condom is, that um, most of the time men will carry in their wallets, which you should stop doing because that actually will deteriorate your condom and then it becomes useless. So um, with condoms, always make sure you're using a water-based lubricant. Um, an oil-based lubricant will actually break down the material of the condom, causing micro fractures, causing tears, which then cause it to snap. So as much as it seems like, bah, nothing can get, you know, out of the way from here. No, it could actually fucking snap right on your penis. <laughs> oh. Not going to feel great. Can't feel good. No. Uh, they also said that with some people having a sensitivity or a latex allergy, you can also find condoms that are non-latex plastic and lambskin. Keep in mind that the lambskin condoms do not protect you from STIs or sexually transmitted infections. The pros are that latex and plastic condoms protect against STIs and are easily accessible in stores and often a lot of free clinics that you can go to. The cons, that they're only 85% effective at preventing pregnancy, in part because they break. So the breaking is the main part that actually makes it a little less the best. Um, it's great because it's very easily accessible, though. Uh, then the next is called an internal condom. You may also hear this called a female condom. Internal condoms sit inside of the vagina and work the same way that a condom worn around a penis do. They prevent sperm from coming in contact with the egg. So the pro is um, it's made of soft plastic and they do prevent STIs and pregnancies. The con is they're only 79% effective from preventing pregnancy. So less less effective than they, the yeah. traditional condom. Yeah, so they're less effective, and it's mainly because it's like a female condom isn't wrapping. It's just kind of catching. So Okay, so it's like, uh, you so paint me a word picture here. The female condom, does it sit right at the, like the base of the cervix then? Or um, is it something that you would insert into like the front of your vagina and it would expand as you were being penetrated the latter yeah so it's not it doesn't okay. sit on your cervix it does sit more like in the front towards the vagina and it kind of expands a little bit so mm. with it being able to move that could also you know lower the chances of preventing pregnancy Got because it. Sperm can not only sit for three days in any liquid or moisture, but they can travel pretty quickly. So, those little fuckers. No son of a bitch. God damn you. The next type of barrier contraceptive is called a diaphragm and cervical cap. Mm -hmm. So, this is the one you were kind of thinking of, Beans. Yeah. Um, so, a diaphragm is essentially a shallow, bendable cup that sits in your cervix. It's also kind of known as a menstrual cup, which aren't condoms. So they don't prevent STIs. When used correctly, they do prevent the sperm from reaching the egg. Cervical caps work in a similar fashion. My so, mom tells me that she's a diaphragm baby. <laughs> uh, my, um, my grandma was using the diaphragm when she got pregnant with my mom. Yeah, well, and 
we also want to remember that uh, in that time, though, sexual education is not as high as it is now. That was definitely something that they don't really, that was like, a, this is between you and you. Like, that's it. Just you and you figure it out on your own kind of thing. Like, nowadays, obviously, we have um, the internet, so it's easier for us to get access to those kind of things. Yeah. We have a lot of people who are willing to do, like, kind of, you know, visual tutorials, stuff like that. So we have a lot more access to education when it comes to condoms, contraceptives, and things like that. So um, there's a lot of people out there who was a diaphragm baby. And it wasn't necessarily because that wasn't working, but it was also probably because, one, the pros of a diaphragm is that it's 88% effective, which is more effective than a condom. Wow. But... The con is, according to Planned Parenthood studies, for greatest protection, diaphragms should be used with spermicide. Oh. So, um, that being said, because a lot of people don't have access to, like, spermicides and stuff like that, or they don't think to purchase that kind of thing, that's why percentage rates can also go down. So can you just get like spermicide from your local pharmacy? Is um, that a thing? So some pharmacies do carry it, but some pharmacies do not. Weird. So that's why it's like, if you want to purchase spermicide for the most part, you would have to kind of just go to a sex shop. But if you're too embarrassed to walk into a sex shop, not every Walgreens or CVS is going to carry it. Weird. That's so weird. But also like, with spermicides, then you, you also run the risk of it, like, fucking up your pH balance, right? That That's the whole thing with spermicides, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That is correct. No, thanks. Um, and, again, another con to that is that it does not protect uh, against STIs. Yeah. Um, so, the next type of contraceptive is called an intrauterine device, also known as an IUD. Mm-hmm which is currently what I have for birth control. Me too. Um, so for those who don't know what it is, an IUD is a small, flexible, T-shaped plastic device that is placed at the bottom of your uterus. It's known for its ease of use and efficiency as a long-acting reversible contraceptive, also known as an ALRC or a LARC. Um, there are two general types of these IUDs, a copper IUD, and oh my god this is a big ass word Ugh, science um <laughs> levonorgestrel i know which i know what word you're talking about levonestrel yes levonorgestrel yep um there's five brands that have been approved by the fda and some iud's can stop from getting your period altogether because I can stop from getting your period. That's one of the reasons why I definitely opted for the IUD. Um, because I was having god-awful like period cramps. I would actually, I felt like I should have went to the hospital. But I was pretty much just bedridden. So, I mean, the cramps aren't as god-awful all the time. I still do get like period cramps and stuff. But it's not not taking me out every single month. So, Wait, so do you have the, you have the regular IUD or do you have the LNG IUD? So I have the LNG IUD. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
the levonorgestrel intrauterine device. Yes. So the copper IUD, um, it's hormonalless. Uh, it's wrapped in copper, as you can tell. Um, the reaction is toxic to both sperm and eggs, according to the Mayo Clinic. Um, it can be effective for 10 to 12 years, but can be removed at any time. Oh, so the copper one lasts longer. Yes, but it is toxic to the eggs also. Mm, yeah, so if you want to eventually get pregnant, probably not the best choice. Correct. So for the pros on this one, it's more than 99% effective, long-lasting, and does not require regular maintenance. The cons, it may not be an option if you have uterine abnormalities and requires an appointment with your healthcare provider to get it out, it can increase cramping, heaviness of flow, and a number of menstruation days. So it can actually make your period longer. Ew. Um, and with being toxic to the egg, uh, I wouldn't recommend this to somebody who is younger, like in the prime of their pretty much egg making days. Okay just because the toxicity to the eggs. So if it's somebody who is like, let's say they're 20 years old and you really would like an IUD and you're like, I'm not going to have kids for like 10 years, totally fine. But also wouldn't recommend something that could become toxic to you potentially getting pregnant. Yeah. Um, again, I am not a doctor, so please do not talk to me about it. Definitely talk to your healthcare physician. Because they may also have something else. So yeah. um, I have the LNG IUD, which is known as hormonal intrauterine device. Um, so this is like the Marina, the Kylina, uh, the Skyla. Lots of A's at the end of these names. Sounds um, like uh, something that like some of these moms in these Facebook groups name their kids. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Skyla. Mm -hmm. This is Marina, and this is Kaylina, and this is Skyla. This is Lynettea. <laughs> Literally all of those names are IUD. Definitely named after the bitches that fucking have them. Fucking desperate housewives over here. Okay. <gasps> um, so this releases a small amount of progesterone a daily and lasts three to seven years, depending on the brand. Um, it can be removed at any point in time also. Um, so this one's pro is that it is more than 99% effective, lasts years, and doesn't require regular clinic visits or prescription refills. Um, cons, having a device inside of the body isn't for everyone, and it is a bit more involved to remove then stopping taking the pill or just taking a ring out. Uh, it may not be an option for those with uterine abnormalities. So again, I feel like because I'm just not responsible enough to take meds every single day, it's just not definitely that one was the better bet for me. And actually the Mirena is what I have in and they just bumped the Mirena from five years to seven. Yeah. Which I'm so fucking stoked about. Yeah. I ain't gotta fucking go back for seven years, bitch. Well, I have proven that I am not responsible enough to take pills every day. Yes, you have. Because I got pregnant while I was on oral contraceptives. Aw, oh, you little fuck trophies. 
<laughs> I got two of them. You got two of them. Two for the price of one. <laughs> you got a BOGO that day. <laughs> oh, roll back, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one is called uh, hormonal contraceptives. Um, so these are contraceptives. Hormonal contraceptives use two hormones, estrogen and progesterone, to keep ovaries from ovulating, also known as releasing the egg. So the hormones can thicken the cervical lining, um, and that will help stop sperm from swimming to the cervix. Number one that everybody knows, it's the birth control pill. Tons of different options when it comes to the pill. They fall into multiple categories. Uh, combination pills, which contain both estrogen and progesterone, and progesterone-only pills. Uh, according to Planned Parenthood, combination pills are the most common, and you and your healthcare provider can determine which version is right for you. There are some people who get really regular um, menstrual cycles. There are some people who do not. There are also people who take these pills and then decide that they just can't do it due to some kind of underlying issue, such as like it could actually fuck with your libido. It could make, you know, some kind of other depression or mental health issues kind of arise just because you're putting hormones into your body to stop yeah. a natural hormone from being released primarily. Mm -hmm. Um, the pros to this is the pill can regulate your menstrual, <laughs> menstrual cycle, reduce cramps, and clear up acne. Oh, my God. It's, so, like, everything you just said. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, it's about 91% effective when used correctly. When used correctly. So, like, you should be taking it at the same time every day. At exactly the same time. Because if you're 12 hours late with it, you could end up pregnant with twins. Just um, oh, yeah. My ringtone used to be Scotty doesn't know to take my <laughs> fucking birth control pill. Nice. Uh, the con to it is it offers no STI protection and you have to commit to taking it around the same time every day. Every day. Every day. Um, the next type is a birth control patch. Um, there are two types of patches that have been uh, approved by the FDA. Like the pill patches contain hormones to keep you from ovulating. But in this case, you don't have to remember to take a pill every day. Patches are worn on the arm, belly, or buttocks and releases hormones into your skin. You wear three different patches throughout one menstrual cycle, swapping it out from old for a new one every week. And then on your period would be the fourth week. Hmm. The pro to this is it's 99% effective and can help regulate your cycle. The con is that it does not prevent from STIs, and you have to remember to fill your prescription every month. Yeah. Uh, I'm not responsible for that either. I would definitely fucking forget to refill that shit. I'd be like, how many patches did I put on this year? I would forget to put on a new patch. Uh, I would be wearing the same fucking patch for like three months and be like, why am I pregnant? Or like with my fucking luck, one of them, I would probably like, a sweaty bitch and one would like sweat off and then I'd have to put on another one and then I'd be short a patch. Short a patch. <laughs> hey, are there backup patches and like a different Yeah. <laughs> Call in the pharmacy like, hey, so can I get another patch? Can I just can I just get 24? Can you get can you go swimming with those on? Can I just be a person? Uh I'm pretty sure the patches actually you just live life to your fullest and 
the sticky head and adhesive actually starts to become less sticky towards the end of the week. Yes. So for the birth control patches, it's a sticky adhesive and you just live your best life. Um, the adhesive becomes uh, easier to peel as the week goes on. So normally right after you shower, you stick it on, you go throughout the week, take showers like normal, do activities like normal. Uh, and the adhesive itself will just start to unadhere itself. So then that's when you can take it off, shower, and then repeat the process. Um, I've only known of one person to have this, and they didn't have a bad time. They said it was actually pretty easy to do. It was uh, easy maintenance, um, but they also weren't having sex at the time, so they didn't really care about the contraceptive part of it. Okay. Um. There is also the birth control implant. Uh, an implant is a thin rod that's inserted under the skin of your upper arm and releases progestion over the course of three to five years, protecting you from pregnancy. Um, like the IUD, implants are long, acting reversible contraceptives or a LARC, known for ease and efficiency. The pro is that it's 99.9% .9 effective at preventing pregnancy because it's progestion only and may be safer for some people and it lasts for three to five years. The con is that not everybody wants a device implanted in their body and it doesn't prevent against STIs. Yeah. Having that device implanted in your fucking arm... Ugh. Uh, my friend in softball actually, she got hit with a ball in the side of her arm, and it, it and it broke. I immediately cringed because I remember you telling this story. Yep, um, it broke in her arm. Uh, we Ugh. did have some wicked killer girls with some wicked killer balls being thrown around. Okay, so it's not something that could happen constantly, but it is also it's something. A risk. It's a risk. It's a genuine risk because. Um, it's not, yeah, it's, it's a thin rod. Like, it's not like it's, you know, it, it's something that's being put into your skin and has to be pretty much taken out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we only have a few left on these guys. Um, so what we were talking about earlier with, uh, gels, creams, and spermicides, so the spermicidal gel cream or lube, because there's three different kinds, um, it is 72% effective and are often used with um, other forms of birth control, such as condoms or cervical cups. Um, spermicides are available over the counter and contain chemicals that slow down the sperm and make it harder for the sperm to reach the egg. It does not kill sperm it just slows it so that's also a misconception is that people are like oh well it kills it it does not kill it it just makes it slower making it harder to reach the egg so the pro is that it's available without prescription or a medical appointment the con is that it's only 72 percent the con is that it's only 72 percent effective and best used with another form of control um and it does not protect against STIs. It's fucking lame. Yeah. Uh, there's also the contraceptive gel, Fexi. P-H-E-X-X-I. Fexi. 
Oh, that's sexy. Oh, that's so sexy. That's all sexy. Um, this is not a hormone or spermicide, but a prescription gel that's inserted into the vagina before sex. Um, so, um, sorry, I lost my how, sentence for a second. How does it work? Um, so this gel, um, it makes the vagina more acidic, which makes it harder for the sperm to move and therefore harder for sperm to reach an egg, according to the Planned Parenthood studies. It makes your vagina acidic? Yes. <laughs> it's like an egg. acid bath. A vaginal acid bath for <laughs> the 18 million sperm babies. I want that one. I want that. I want the sexy. <laughs> That is so sexy. Oh shit! Um, I just want to eat a penis with my vagina acid. Um, this this sentence kind of gets me though. If used perfectly as directed, it's about ninety three percent effective. But most people don't, so it's really only about eighty six percent effective at preventing pregnancy. Oh my god! Um, it works best when you combine it with another form of birth control. Just don't use it with the ring. Shit. No. Because <laughs> it's acidic. What would it do to condoms? Well, the ring is made of silicone, not latex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, with the pro is that it is a good non-hormonal birth control option, if that's very important to you. It I just, just hate, it turns just hate your the way vagina into a fucking... I just don't Pool like the acid. I just hate the way that they had to say, well, like, it's it's not hormonal if that's important to you. So what happens if she's a squirter? Do you get, like, acid splash damage? <laughs> Doesn't make your cum acid, okay? You are not a fucking dinosaur from Jurassic Park that just shoot not acid. Okay? <laughs> oh, my God. It just makes your pH balance <laughs> acidic. Jesus, fuck. Listen, ladies, we need to talk about this more. How do we turn our lady parts into weapons? Weapons of destruction. Yeah. So uh, the con to sexy, you need to have it with you so you can use it every time you have sex. And it requires a prescription. It does not protect against STIs. It works for only about an hour when you, <laughs> and then you have to reapply. Just fucking halfway through, your oh. timer goes off, and it's like, well, get out, gotta reapply. <laughs> get out, get out right the fuck now. Get out, 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 get out. Get out, get out, get out. <laughs> he's just like, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me out, let me out, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so i'm happy you had a laugh at fexy as much as i did because i'm like what the fuck i love uh, it i feel like that's a good insult too you fucking acid pussy fucking acid no 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 that's not an insult man that's a compliment dude we'll wreck your world with this acid pussy oh my god <laughs> that was fucking awful i'm putting that on a t-shirt <laughs> guess what the title of this week's episode is is it acid pussy absolutely yes i love it um 
So this is a form of contraceptive that I actually was unaware was a thing. So um, let me know if you knew about it. It's called birth control sponges. Yes. Yeah. Similar to the diaphragm, right? Um, so the Today Sponge is a small round sponge made of soft, squishy plastic that that's inserted deep into the vagina just before sex and then removed after. The sponge contains spermicide and acts as a barrier between the egg and the sperm. Sponges be can be used alone or for an insurance policy along with condoms and they are most they aren't the most effective form of birth control. Yeah. Um, so the pro is it can be a good option for people who feel like a device or medicine is just not right for them. The cons is it's only 76 to 88% effective and can and has to be used every time you have sex. It does not prevent against STIs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it's basically like the diaphragm and the, the what is it, the disc thing yeah yeah, yeah like the diaphragm and the the yeah. cervical cap yeah that's it the cervical cap that's the one i was looking for um and then we always have the emergency contraceptives the levonorgestrel yep pill um most commonly known as plan b um there are other brands besides plan b uh our one step take action my way option two after pill, my choice. Whoever's branding these suck. Like I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, like literally, the the title after pill just sounds like an afterthought. Like yeah, it's just they're not I very mean, well branded. I mean, it's spot on though. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to keep these on hand, you can order the morning after pill online from places like Wisp, W I S P, and Bedsider. Uh, if you need it immediately, you spell bedsider out because I don't think the caption spelled it correctly. Uh, no, that no, that's that's not <laughs> correct. I could um, go for a bedsider. I could go with I could go for a bedsider, uh, but no bedsider. B is in boy. E D S is in Sam. I D E R. Bedsider, not like bed cider. Bedside, er. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Bedside. -er. Um, the pros is, or I'm sorry, uh, if taken within three days, the pills can be 75% to 89% effective. Um, pros is that it is available over the counter or by mail. The cons is that research has suggested that the standard dose of a 1.5 milligram may not be as effective if you weigh 155 pounds or more, which really limits who can rely on it. Though there are other emergency contraceptive options. Importantly, it's still safe for people of all weights. So no matter how much you weigh, it's still safe for you to take it. It's just once you hit, you know, the 156 and up, you know, anybody who's not in fucking high school, Right. And sometimes not even the people who are in high school. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you weigh 
around that area, sometimes it can be less effective. Um, it can interact with medis medications or herbs. So, herbs. If you, yeah. So, like, if you're uh, doing any kind of, like, HV, HIV medications, um, it can actually react negatively with those. So, oh. yeah. Um, and also, it won't protect against STIs. Yeah, no. Um, the aloe works similar, but contains eulipricetol, acetane, uh, instead of the LNG. Uh, it's about 85% effective in preventing pregnancy and requires a prescription. So, pros, it can work retroactively to prevent a pregnancy after unprotected sex. Cons, if you weigh 195 pounds or more, Ella might be less effective, according to the Planned Parenthood studies. It also requires a prescription, and some insurance plans may cover it. So, not all insurance plans are going to be able to cover that one. Mm -mm. Uh, IUDs, uh, three IUDs we've already went through, um, can be inserted within five days of unprotected sex as an emergency contraceptive. And Whoa. will continue. Yeah, and, and will continue to act as a longer-term birth control. So Why the are they marketing that more? Uh, that was my actual question. Just keep moving. We just got to keep moving. Here we go. We're going to get through this. We're going to do this. Um, so the pro is that it can be uh, retroactively in, uh, inserted to prevent a pregnancy after unprotected sex. Uh, the cons is that an IUD is a bigger commitment and requires an office visit and won't protect against STIs. But there are also surgical options for your birth control, such as my personal favorite, the vasectomy. Yeah. I will say this is not for everybody. I'll put that out there. Um, vasectomy is an outpatient procedure that cuts the tubes that carry sperm to semen. A uh, small incision is made in the scrotum. Just tubes are severed. Um, if vasectomy doesn't work immediately, but after 15 to 20 ejaculations, any remaining live sperm will be flushed out of the system. After that, vasectomies are nearly 100% effective at preventing pregnancy. Um, there is a bit of a misconception that vasectomies are reversible. If there is any chance that you want to get pregnant in the future, you may want to consider another form of birth control. Vasectomy reversal is not always possible, and very few doctors are skilled at the procedure. Some people may opt to preserve their sperm in a sperm bank for additional insurance. Um, so everybody's like, well, you can just reverse it. Sometimes that's really not the case. Um, sometimes it's just not an option, too. So even if you do get a vasectomy, I always say just throw your sperm in a sperm bank just in case. Like, if you're on the fence of, like, I don't know, I may or may, I may not want kids, do that. Or, you know, just be a decent human being with a penis and just bring your own condoms. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Just wear condoms. Um, the pro is that Virtually, it's 100% effective at preventing pregnancy and is permanent, requiring no maintenance. The con is that it cannot always be reversed, which may be a con for some people. Yeah. Um, there's also the tube ties. 
Uh, it is a permanent surgical birth control option for people with a uterus. Uh, it can be performed at any time, including during a cesarean section. Uh, I will go ahead and say that that is actually an inaccurate sentence. Not every doctor will allow you to get your tubes tied. I was going to say, man, I could have gotten that done while they already had me cut open. No one told me that. Um, no sometimes one gave me that option. I will say they don't always give you that option. Well, uh, what there... if you want to have more? Exactly. No, I had twins. If I get uh, pregnant again, there's a high chance I'm going to have twins again. I don't fucking want to do it. Uh, you having twin girls is actually what probably pushed them to not allow you to do it. Because you have two girls. You don't have a boy. Fuck um, that. And when Fuck you're under... That. I know. And if you're under a certain age, they don't want to do it. If you... Um, like, pretty much unless they can take out the entire sex organ, they don't want to do that. I'm sorry. Whose body is it? Uh, it's the lawsuit that comes with it because unfortunately enough women got their tubes tied, decided they didn't want it, but it's, you know, they couldn't get it reversed. So then they sued the doctors. So I'm just saying any surgery, there are always a chance that it will not turn out the way you think it is going to turn out. So do not ruin it for the rest of the people who genuinely have to get their tubes tied. Right. Fucking sign the fucking liability waiver and that's it. Yep. You don't get to bitch. Um, uh, this does not affect your menstrual cycle, which is fucking awful. Um, but the clamps inserted around the fallopian tubes do prevent an egg from traveling down from the ovaries where it can be fertilized. Like a vasectomy, tubal laceration, also known as tube tides, are an outpatient procedure, but it does require general anesthesia and or oh, a spinal so. and a spinal block um, if during a C-section. Yeah. Pros is that it's more than 99% effective at preventing pregnancy and is permanent, requiring no maintenance. The cons is that it is permanent, which may not be the best option for anybody, and it requires surgery. Um, there's also a few different kinds of things that some people say, um, such as if you do uh, the fertility awareness method, also known as FAM, which is that you just keep track of your cycle when you're ovulating, uh, and then you don't have sex while, during the times that you can get pregnant. Um, Tracking is one of the oldest forms of birth control, which sometimes not always the best. Because if you have a tracular uh, tracking your cycle on a calendar, uh, sometimes you can very much accidentally misprint. Uh, the pros is that the concept of the entire concept is free, though not all the tools are. Um, it doesn't require a doctor's visit. Learning about your cycle is empowering. Um, cons. You have to be diligent in paying attention to your cycle. It may not work for people with irregular periods. It requires partner cooperation and doesn't protect you against STIs. Um, they have the withdrawal method, which <laughs> is the pull-out method. The pull and pray. The pull and pray. Um, the pro is it's free and it doesn't require any medical visits or tracking. The cons is it's only 70% effective and requires a person to commit to pulling out before ejaculating every time they have sex. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, the number one best course of action for birth control is abstinence. <laughs> oh, they had to know what we were going to say it. Like, they had to know that, right? Yeah. Um, refraining from sex is certainly not feasible for everybody, nor is it easy. We're all human beings, and we all have a sex drive. Um, if abstinence is your only plan, you should always have a backup contraceptive on hand, such as condoms. The pro is, it's free and 100% effective against preventing pregnancies. You can't get pregnant if you aren't having sex. Exactly. Um, cons, it definitely is not the right choice for many people and it can be extremely difficult for a person and their partner to commit to it cuts down on the likelihood of sexually transmitted infections stis can still spread through oral sex anal sex and other intimate contact so a lot of people are like well i'm abstinent how the fuck did i get you know i don't know herpes you can still get fucking herpes yeah if you're giving head yep um, and anal penetration is still penetration. Please remember that, children. Yeah. You should be wearing a condom during that, too. Absolutely. Always. You don't want to get poop in your dick hole. No, that's infections. And yep. then most of y'all don't clean that stuff out. And then you're going to go ahead and try to have more sex. It's just bad for everybody. Just bad for everybody involved right now. Yeah. I can't believe you would make these kind of decisions. <laughs> Well, sometimes you're drunk and you just aren't thinking about it. Dude, I totally hear that, too. I love how we totally waft on that. Like, we were like, no, no, no anal sex without a condom. But Absolutely not. But also, like, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Was that it? Uh, yep. That was all of our wonderful contraceptives. So many contraceptives. And only, like, two of them were... Uh, Male contraceptives. Did you notice that? Uh, I mean, the condoms. Spermicide yeah. is something that men can also get over the counter. So if they bring that with them. Um, yeah. To, yeah. Vasectomy. Um, okay, so three. The I wasn't counting spermicides. Because that still has to go in the vagina. Yeah, but at the same time, if like you're bringing a spermicide spermicide can also act with condoms so if you want to like double down on it it's a possibility I mean, mm -hmm. some people have it and also if you look at condoms sometimes they'll say with spermicide or without yeah. spermicide so you know sometimes people just freak out and are like am i supposed to get spermicide mm. no, no 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 it's okay um yeah so those are all the wonderful types of contraceptives there are some that, obviously, if you are with somebody and, like, you have a partner, uh, it's wonderful to just still talk to them about what kind of contraceptives they're using. Um, just be a little bit more aware of what they're using, what their plan is, um, and always try to have some kind of backup plan. Like, yeah. if a condom breaks and you know what sex feels like with the condom, and then all of a sudden it feels way better, it didn't just get better. <laughs> oh, man, is it just me or did this sex get way better? I know we've been fucking for like 20 minutes, but now it's so much better. <laughs> 
Yeah, get out of me. The condom broke, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I mean, we are are definitely good on time. So we can skip the nope. Yahoo thing nope. if you would like. Nope. But it's so nope. late. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna keep on trucking. All right. Well, it's been fun, kids. Bye. <laughs> it's time for a cringe-soaked Yahoo questions about oh. sex that'll crush your faith in humanity. But too late. How many have we done? Like three? This is number four. Uh, this is this is number six. Oh my god, it feels so much. <laughs> and this one is from Heather. Oh, way no to go, picture. Heather. Oh, thank God. I had sex while pregnant, so now I may be a grandma. Does this make me a moron? I think my unborn child is pregnant. I asked my friend, and he said I'm a moron. What the fuck do my religion got to do with this when my daughter and grandchild are born should i get them baptized as morons or let them choose their own religion <laughs> i am of vegetarian faith so i was thinking of baptizing them as that because they should watch what they eat <laughs> I asked my friend and he said I'm a moron. What does that have to do with this? what does religion have to do with this? <laughs> I am a vegetarian religion. <laughs> I can't breathe. Am I pregnant? <laughs> Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, now oh. they do say that when you're pregnant with a baby girl, that you are carrying your grandchildren in you, and that's because the uh, you know, the ovaries form in the womb. And you're, you know, uh, but that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Uh, having sex while pregnant, you, you cannot impregnate your fetus or create another one. Uh, that, that second part is actually inaccurate. You it's can create another one. Wildly rare it is so rare it is but, extremely rare but it is possible uh that is literally only if your uh ovaries do not or i'm sorry if your ovaries continue to release eggs and you continue to have sex while pregnant yeah because there that's the thing is, is a rare possibility you can get pregnant a second time while you are pregnant and you already have that fetus growing inside of you your body releases those same hormones that come in those contraceptive pills to let your body know, hey, like, we already got a bun in this oven. Mm -hmm. You don't need to drop any more. They just yell up the skylight and go, yo, guys, the factory is closed. Yeah. Like, yeah. nine-month break, we're good. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes there's one worker with headphones on who's just like... Poof. <laughs> just fucking hanging out twerking and stuff on the sidelines and he just tosses an egg down 
but there's only very, very seldom times where the worker has headphones on. It's against company policy. There was an episode of, um, I think it was, I didn't know I was pregnant, where um, she didn't realize that she was pregnant with two different babies. Uh, and it was because she had two different uteruses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's fucking crazy. wild. Oh, man. I'm like, dang, two different uteruses? That's gotta suck. I mean, yeah, you still only have the one, like, vagina. But, like, how... I just, I just am so fascinated with how the biology works out. Superfication is so rare in humans that there are only about 10 confirmed cases. Ooh. They're so unique that when they happen, they often make headlines. The chance that you'll be affected by superfetication is close to zero. Superfetication is more common in other species, including rodents, small mammals, and fish. Yeah. Alrighty. So that's um that's all that we have for you today. If you enjoyed what you heard today. Or if you didn't enjoy what you heard today, feel free to drop us a line at bamandbeans at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook. Like Bam said, she's got a one hour response time and we want to test that. Thank you so much, dear listeners, for listening. And until next time, Um, bye. bye. Gargly robot is gone. Robot frog. Bye. Bye. Bye, robot frog.